Hey, it's Pat and Jeffy uh, for Glenn and Stu today on the Glenn Beck program. Coming up on the podcast today, I uh, got a lot of stuff for you. We talked about Biden and his uh, meeting with Putin. Uh, then we talked about some other stuff and we laughed a little bit. We had we some fun. About, uh, there was that one guy. That other that thing we that we talked about that should probably, yeah. I don't know, we mentioned yeah. he should run for something. And then something incredible happened and we talked about that. Uh, and then we kind of wrapped up the show after that. So and all of that and a lot more is coming up on the podcast today. We laughed, too, a couple times We laughed. There. We did. We did. Uh, we laughed. We cried. cried. It became a part of us. And it'll become a part of you. Listen to the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. have this COVID-like crud that's not COVID, at least according to the test, uh, but it just lasts forever. My daughter. Your daughter does? Yeah, my daughter does. Really? My daughter had some kind of plague that doesn't seem to want to go <clears throat> away. Just, uh, it's, it's weird because it has all the markings of COVID yeah. that they talk about, all the symptoms. You know, the body aches, got that. The she only had fever, that for about a day, but the little cough and stuff cough, was never ending. Chills, fever, uh, loss of smell and taste. Uh, Ooh, I do not want that. That sucks. I do not. I want had that, that for about three days, and the, but it it came back fortunately. But my voice keeps coming and going now. Uh, so that's I, not that's not good. So I've got some uh, Rock Texas honey to coat my vocal cords, which they. Oh. I don't know if anybody else knows of a good. I thought you were supposed to have remedy thought, for losing I thought your you were voice. Supposed to mix that with the uh, with the vinegar, with the apple yes, cider vinegar. And I tried that once, and that was enough. Because apple cider vinegar is nasty. good. Oh yeah, that's nasty. not the word you weren't thinking about. Good. No. I do not. I, if that was the one thing that would save me, I'm sorry. Gonna go ahead, gonna, with, gonna go ahead and die. Yeah, I'm done. That stuff I'm not is doing nasty. that. And not only was it nasty, it lasted all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it stays with you. <laughs> it does it, stay oh, with you. It comes back just when you think, oh, it's gone. Nope. There it is again. Right and back. I on am you. not a fan of the apple cider vinegar, man. Yeah. Ooh. It's it's not good. That is not good at all. So uh, campus reform uh, decided to uh, go to the University of Texas <laughs> Dallas location. Uh, right I didn't know the there corner. was a UTD. Yeah. Is there a U- and, uh, University of yeah, Texas right Dallas? There. Right there, right you there, go on the road and make a left. Oh yeah, that right place. There. Okay, and uh, they uh, decided to chat with students about uh, their belief in the American flag. Yeah. Oh, good, and what it symbolizes. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to play the full video because it's four minutes long, and I don't think you can take it. So I'm only going to play the minute long version because I know that four minutes mm. of this is a struggle for the audience and you. Mm-hmm. But I did originally sit through four minutes, and it is tough tough i believe that here's what the flag means to him would you be disturbed if you saw a lot of american flags in one place absolute love of the american flag i think is very obviously correlated to (laughs) like extremism in terms of like yeah that's what over uh nationalism i i've definitely seen the american flag (laughs) used as a racist symbol you see people show up to like trump rallies with their flags waving it (laughs) screaming in people's faces well then yes it makes it obvious all the time i see that every day yeah i would very much see her point because again a lot of what this uh, a lot of what this country is founded on and stands on Mm -hmm. um is a lot of injustice again a lot of genocide i see a lot of flags on church grounds which i find very um i don't know just 
disturbing. I find very um, like not trustworthy because I don't like the idea of tying in politics with religion, which is what this country yeah. heavily does even yeah. still today. Even That's still today. not even funny. It's what this That's country does even still today. There's some other really good ones in the full clip because they don't know when Flag Day is, which is uh, mm-hmm. this was done like I think the day before Flag Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week uh they didn't know you know they were questioned about juneteenth what that stood for they didn't know it was a symbol of oppression it was just agonizing they've been just, so they indoctrinated have been so brainwashed man yeah this generation flag. in public school there was of course they had they had one guy one guy in the video that was like you know well, no that's dumb of course it's the american flag we need to Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was all bad. All those. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to know uh, what, how somebody has used it as a symbol of racism. Well, she, told you, she told you they showed up uh, in, with Trump flags next to it and were yelling and screaming. So I mean, <laughs> what did they yell and scream? I mean, that was that's how racist they are. Yeah, uh, I think I think, down with all minorities. I think no, well, down with people of color. Isn't Is that, that what? They what were say, isn't screaming? that what Go Trump says? <clears throat> Pretty much, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, if I say, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pro-Trump, I mean, that means you're uh, a symbol of racism. Mm-hmm. And, and hatred. Yes, mm-hmm. and white supremacy, Xenophobia. Yes. It means you don't want any immigrants here. Everybody's got to look exactly like you. Which well, you is know interesting. It. You know what it means then. I, I keep hearing these people say, uh, there's no one who looks like me. Well, wait a minute. Aren't you stereotyping your whole race? Does everybody your color look like you? What Is to that the, what you're saying? What we're long so gone. I thought that well, was I racist. I guess we're past the individual. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what, uh, you know, we're supposed to have. Uh, everybody's supposed to be an individual. Everybody's supposed to be body positive. Mm-hmm. And we're all just everything is just perfect the way you are. Mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't doesn't count. And the, the body beautiful thing is, is interesting right now because they're really hammering that on commercials lately. Have you noticed that the models? A lot of pretty, a lot of pretty body beautiful people. <laughs> I have a lot of that. different sizes that are beautiful, and they're really trying to make us understand that yes, they are. Okay, yes, they are. This four hundred pound, five hundred, seven hundred pound person is beautiful. Okay, and you will believe that, and you'll you'll believe it, or will knock your teeth out. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, you're you're right. Beautiful person. Okay. All right. I don't want my teeth knocked out. So <laughs> you convinced me. That is one beautiful body you've got there. And you will be diverse. Uh huh. You will be diverse. You will yes. think that this person is beautiful, and that's it. There's the different body sizes and the uh, interracial aspect of almost every commercial now on television features uh, a racially uh, diverse couple. Yeah. Like, one will be black, one's white, or one's Asian and, and one's Native American, or one's white and one's Hispanic. They can't, I guess, uh, like white people don't pair off anymore and black people don't pair off anymore. And we have, you have the uh, couples that are either lesbian mm-hmm. or gay. Yes, or, many. Uh, on all of that. I mean, that's a, that's a must. That's a must. If you're having any kind of get together, mm-hmm. uh, say you're having a little family barbecue, uh, you have to invite the entire family. And that means that you have to invite, you know, the lesbian aunt and her friend. Yeah. And how many the, lesbian aunts do you have? I've well, got 17. 17. 17 lesbian aunts. I only have one. Uh, really? Yeah, I only have one. Wow. You're not a very diverse family. It's a family. At all. A, I've got a family. 17 lesbian aunts 
uh, I, four are transgender, and uh, <laughs> six others are are have, binary. Uh, oh, really? Are non-binary? Really? Yeah. I didn't hear you mention yeah. any uh, interracial gay couples. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't hear you mention any of those. What I do of, have cousins who married each other. Oh, okay. Uh, and one of the cousins is Hispanic, and the other is uh, purple. <laughs> Did that happen from some sort of accident? Nobody from knows. The plant, nobody or? knows. Yeah, I think we were using the metric system when that oh, okay. happened, so nobody knows what happened there. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, he showed up purple. Just all of a sudden, purple? showed up purple. It was weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's perfectly natural oh, right. and beautiful. I'm sorry. It's perfectly <laughs> natural and beautiful. And it's even more so because that purple person it. married a Hispanic person. And I you do believe it, it, my friend. Yes, I do. All right, or we're going to knock your teeth out. <laughs> you saw that? I mean, Procter & Gamble, right? We played the other day the Procter & Gamble ad with Widen the Screen program, yeah. right? Where everybody has to be included. Right. And it's just, I mean, it's nonstop. Yeah, because they're showing you uh, black people and you're supposed to be suspicious of them. Right. Because they're entering right. two black males who are young, you know, in their 20s probably are entering a convenience store and you're supposed to be scared. And oh, con- no. And the convenience store worker or owner behind the counter looks up at it, them. Yeah, like he's going to keep an eye on them because he knows they're doing something nefarious. And then it turns out they're not. <laughs> no. But were not. you thinking they were? Correct. That's That proves your racism. Uh, it proves it. Yeah. It proves it. All white people are racist, uh, which we've been learning a lot. Lately. And don't tell me you're not. No, I'm not going to tell Don't you Don't tell me you're I, not, I because that just that. tells me that you are even more. <laughs> yes, the less racist you think you are, the more, more racist you, you really are. 100%. Yeah. Even so. more than 100%. This kind of ties into the uh, to uh, an officer with the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department suing the National Football League for libel, because the league is pushing this social justice agenda. And while they're doing that, uh, they used an, a case of this police officer who shot uh, Drejan Reed, and they made it one of the examples of police brutality. Well, Drejan Reed fired first at the officer. Not only was he un, not unarmed, huh. he was armed and shot at the police officer before he was shot and mm. killed. So I guess what you were supposed to just lay your... Uh, your gun down as the officer and surrender. I mean, you are in today's world. Let him shoot you in the head. Well, how how is that supposed to? No, so you're supposed to shoot the gun out of the guy's hand and then casually arrest yes, him. Yes, that's right. That's right. In a, in the nicest way possible. Yes. While getting his permission to put the cuffs on. I forgot about that. Yeah, you got to get his permission. Uh, I haven't gone through the full training yet. I'm sorry. So there was a high speed traffic stop. Uh, then the guy pulled a gun on the officers and fired police fired back, killing the suspect. Well, the NFL used him and his photo and the remember his name or say his name, say his name thing, uh, as one of the examples of police brutality. Now that's the huge problem with this police brutality situation, because so many of these cases are, they're not police brutality. No, they're misinterpreted by, by a large number of people. From the get-go, right? But if, they don't differentiate. No, in, they don't. In the BLM movement, they don't differentiate. They just say, say their name, and you're supposed to say their I name, mean, and, and that started, means they were wronged. And how long ago did it start? I mean, we had uh, President Obama saying uh, the police acted stupidly, 
and then he made up for it with this little beer summit right that's supposed to be okay then oh i know mm-hmm. I, yeah i'm sorry i know i called you guys stupid have a beer yeah, that was our post-racial president yeah. who was going to make everything really nice for all Americans <laughs> and the world. He was going to heal the planet at one point, remember? And, yeah, well, uh, he couldn't quite get it done, so we got, we got Joe Biden, though, to bring us together and unify yeah. the country. And finish unity. the job yeah. that he started. Yeah, to unify. <laughs> don't you feel unity? Yeah, I do. Right now with I everybody? Do. I feel something, but I don't know that it's unity. <laughs> <laughs> the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Donald Trump, do you remember how he was berated and blasted over and over and over during the campaign last year about the fact that he cleared out these peaceful protesters on the street with tear gas? Yeah. I mean, first of all, if that's what happened, so what? Was was it really <laughs> that big a deal? You know, he cleared out the park so he could walk so over could, there and get his photo op. op. Yep. To hold a Bible up in front of the church. Well, it's not true. What? I mean, he said it wasn't true over and over. Yes, he did. And now it turns out it wasn't true. You know who cleared out the area with tear gas? The Democrat mayor of Washington, D.C. Huh. And who. she was quick to come forward when they were blaming Donald Trump and say, no, 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 no. no. You know no. what? I mean, I don't we like the guy that. either, but I did that. Yeah, we I did, did that. that. No. 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 Not a chance that happened. And we even had military people that walked with him that day complain about it. And that and they, it's unbelievable. agonizing. It's seriously unbelievable. It sure is. She, she let him take the blame. And it was lies like that that he cleared out the protesters with the tear gas. And yep. what he called the soldiers in France when he was talk, supposedly talking about how they were suckers or whatever. Right. Not true. Not true. And everybody who with him. Everybody who was with him at that time said, that's not true. That didn't happen. And they just kept saying it. They kept saying it. The bounty. The Russian soldiers. The yeah, bounty, the right? bounty. That they had bounty on American soldiers, which he said, that didn't happen. That was fake news. Well, it turns out that was fake news. <laughs> and now all of these things have come out. And he's been vindicated on all of those. Oh, it's just, I. I know. Duh. It's really frustrating. It makes you crazy. It's really frustrating. I don't know that it would. I mean, there was a buildup of four years of just complete Trump bashing. Mm-hmm. So from the, you know, whatever you want to call them, mainstream media or the, you know, the network news people. But they, you know, I don't know that that would have, uh, you know, made it possible it for might him have, to though. overcome the election. It but. might have. If those falsehoods hadn't been proclaimed from every rooftop for six months or a year, he might have won. Yeah, I mean, the, he might have won. The, the middle class mom that was just sick of uh, you know orange face and mean tweets might have not gone over to the other side if it wasn't for those lies as well. No question. Yeah, no it's, question. It's a real shame. We're never never going to know now, but uh, well, unless Cindy Powell releases the Kraken, uh, then we might know. <laughs> But, I mean, you keep denying the fact that the Kraken is going to be released. Well, you know, I, I started believing a little bit less in the Kraken when she said that she kind of made it up and nobody should have believed her. Yeah, that's, but that's what not I the thought. point. Ah, I'm just saying that she Maybe the release. Kraken wasn't so Krakeny. I don't know. <laughs> Seemed less Kraken-esque. Really? After than, she said that? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Than before. I mean, maybe she fed it. And it grew up. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. And now it's Kraken-like again. You're right. 
Yeah, because Kraken, they can swallow a whole ship in one one bite, right? It was full grown. Yeah. A full grown Kraken. Oh, right. yeah. Right. And it sounded like that's what she had. I know. was a full grown Kraken. But. You just don't know. We you just keep denying know. it. I, I know. I know. Interesting uh, report from OANN, One American News Network, uh, that Justin Trudeau from Canada, who's part of the G7, and when did, by the way, when did Canada start being considered one of the great seven? When did that happen? Because. <laughs> You're please. saying that they're not? Part of, I mean, come on now. I mean, they, they're, they're part of the O7, the we, OK7. Yes. Maybe. Maybe, but not the great no. seven. No, he, he got, I don't know when he got moved up to the, the adult table yeah. from the kids table, right. but it happened. It, it apparently happened. All of a sudden happened. it happened. And one American network is claiming that he was overheard telling one of his buddies at the G7 that Kamala Harris will be president by the end of 2022. So I by mean, the end of next year. And I, I would not be surprised because you have to know that these world leaders noticed the decline right. of Joe Biden and they're all talking about it. Right. I'll bet that happened. Now, they don't, I don't think they have any audio to back that up. I, I haven't seen it if they do. Um, but I believe it wholeheartedly. I believe I mean, he said that. That footage of Jill dragging him off underneath that uh, it's embarrassing. canopy. Yeah, it's embarrassing. That was embarrassing when he wanted to talk to the press and she's like, come on now, come on. And he's wearing his tennis and off he goes. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little frightening. It wouldn't surprise me that the other leaders are like, whoa. And if that had been Donald Trump wearing running shoes or tennis shoes, oh, whatever he had on there, can you imagine gosh. the deal that would be made out of that? Look at how inappropriately dressed this supposed billionaire is. That's ridiculous. He doesn't show you that he can't take it seriously. This guy's a joker. He can't take it seriously. He's wearing tennis shoes with a suit. That's what we would have heard. I know. I know. But not a peep out of the media because Biden was wearing those. No, not even close. Incredible. And other countries are are seeing it, right? I mean, we we get this from uh, from France mm -hmm. and Canada with you know G seven, and but uh, you know well, there's that news report. I don't know. Do we have the the one uh, news segment from Australia, the Sky News Network from Australia that uh, is talking about uh, the difference between the coverage of Trump and Biden? And if we don't have it, that's fine. I can talk about it, but. They, I mean, they're even noticing the difference and how frightening it is that our press has spent years beating up Trump and, uh, you know, what they're neglecting with, with Joe Biden. Yeah, here it is. I want to go to the U.S. now because the media has been gushing as their beloved Joe Biden prepares for his trip to the United Kingdom to attend the G7 summit. Listen to how CNN is reporting this momentous event. Joe Biden is stepping onto the world stage for the first time as president and equal to foreign leaders. Now, let's go back in time to 2018 and see if those same newsrooms offer the presidency of Donald Trump such light and positive coverage. Attic and deepening G7 divide. Better put, perhaps, as G6 versus one. 
Wow. <laughs> Sophie, uh, they're essentially, they're, they're, they're calling it the G6 when Trump's there, but Joe Biden's there and it's, and it's momentous and it's positive and it's glowing. And, and it's, it, they're trying to give the illusion that he doesn't have any disputes with any of these international uh, leaders. <laughs> what mm. do you think of that? I just think Joe and Biden they, And they continue on. I mean, we can air the whole thing, no problem. But they the just, just, just double standard is incredible. I wanted to hear what she had to okay, say. Okay, go ahead. But it's too She's late now. Say, now you talked over her. I can't, well, I can't play it back then. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Well, did she just, agree with it? Did you see the yeah, Of course the she clip? did. She did agree? This this is okay. the, of course they all, all right, agreed. Good, good. They all play agreed. Play it back. No, no play her. No, I don't want to now. I, I do. All right, go what ahead. What they did to Trump. So, uh, you know, his popularity surely can only win from this because he's getting so much positive PR through the yeah. journalists who are massive fans of him. It's really quite appalling to watch and what happened to straight news reporting Thank you. which doesn't seem to be existent there Nick, it's not really journalism, is it? It's, it's, no, it's, it's not really. They're stenographers in a way, aren't yeah. they? They're, they're yeah. documenting history but they're not being critical but mm. with Trump Ultra critical, inflammatory in some in some always, ways. Always, always. Trump could do no right. I mean, give Biden, his, <laughs> give Biden his due. He did get to the top of the Air Force one steps without tripping over his shoe Good on him. But look, I mean, me the, the reality is, you know, and if you talk to Greg Sheridan on the Australian or anybody who knows about foreign affairs, there are considerable question marks over Biden's foreign affairs policy. It's not proven yet. All right, uh, whereas, got it now. It what language are they speaking? <laughs> Barely audible. <laughs> Barely understandable. Should add subtitles there. <laughs> but it's embarrassing that the rest of the world sees what's going on here and uh, they realize that we're going to hell right now in a handbasket. Quickly. Quickly. And they show you the examples that, uh, I mean, absolutely prove positive the point they're making. I mean, we play the one video on your show, uh, Pat Unleashed, which you can uh, hear. You know, seems like right before this show, yeah, right? Every weekday, yeah, or, uh -huh. or you know, any time on a podcast. podcast. Uh, there's a video where he picks the dandelion yes. as he's walking yes. to. Uh, they actually used the first one. part of that. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's what made, reminded me of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, ooh, mm -hmm. here we go. I'm going to give my baby girl a dandelion as he gives it to Jill and. The greatest part of that video is that she, for, as he's picking it, is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Let's go. Don't act like a four-year-old. Don't embarrass me like this. He, he does. gives it to her. And not only does he give her a dandelion, it's one that had gone to seed. It wasn't <laughs> even the one they're... with the yellow bloom that's on it. That's when they're the prettiest, is when they've gone to seed <laughs> no. like that. Yeah, that's, no, that's when really they're not. the prettiest. It's really and, not. And she, and, she, and she carries it after he gives it to her. Yeah. And as she's walking up the stairs, you can see like two steps and she, it's just, she just drops it. <laughs> she, up, literally she, goes, just, she literally just... It, it just, meant that much to her. Yeah, it, did, it meant that it, much. It made it up two stairs on the on the going into the helicopter, and it just she just drops it. And he was walking through that field, having a tough time. Actually, it looked it looked like his walk was so labored. And then he he stoops over. Oh, I see a dandelion. I'm going to give my girl. Oh, I got it out. Look how pretty this dandelion is. Chill, cherish it forever. And she almost did. She, she almost cherished, cherished it forever. Almost forever. It, for about it. the next three steps, she cherished that weed she like did. nobody's business. No one has ever cherished a weed more. No, than, than Jill Biden yeah, at did that time. at that particular but moment. The, I, <laughs> but it's, it's just, I, I keep saying it, but it really is <clears throat> embarrassing. 
and I, you know, I, we I watch, we watch these videos, and mm-hmm. we we watch our president, and I mean, I I laugh, and then I'm embarrassed, and then I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. I, I go through because then you realize, no, this guy is really in charge. He's of the greatest country that's ever existed on this earth, and he's almost completely gone. And there are times when he is gone; we, he's literally out. We have examples of that. Many, and he just Many. goes away. Yep. And comes back and okay. I mean, isn't that the? And I don't know. I've 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 never had uh, Alzheimer's, but isn't that what's so frightening about the disease? Is that you just go away? You just don't know. Yeah, right. And who knows when that's going to happen for good, or much more frequently than it happens now. I think it happens pretty frequently now. It's really noticeable, and soon it's going to be unworkable. And then what are you going to do? Then you got Kamala. How, how happy are you now? Yeah. It's how like happy you said, are you now? It's just depressing. It really is depressing. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. Uh, so we haven't had the, uh, we haven't had the dueling separate uh, news conferences yet. Uh, but we do know that they talked for several hours. And so Biden is, I think, getting ready to do his press conference. And, and then Putin is wow. getting ready to do his. Uh, so It'll we'll be see. interesting what kind of love fest they leave in uh, the wake of this. I'm guessing we're going to hear, oh, it was productive. Oh, we had a good discussion. Oh, look. And then the pause for 12 seconds. But. I've said too much. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in trouble if I take any questions. My mom gets mad. Or who is that woman over there? My mom or sister or my, I don't know what oh, she is. Oh, come on. I'm your wife. Come on, let's go. Time to go. <laughs> then Jill will don't lead him silly. away from the press conference by the hand. One day it's going to be that bad. I- <clears throat> it will be that bad. That and was we'll the say, first time I'd seen him being pulled away underneath the canopy when we aired it earlier today. Oh, really? You hadn't seen uh, that? That is... It's astounding. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's astounding. I Have mean, you ever seen that with an American president? Again, I go back to Reagan. In the late 80s, the left was yelling and screaming about how senile he was, about how he had dementia or whatever, and he never had moments oh like gosh. that. Never. The guy had Alzheimer's, early onset Alzheimer's at the end. And he didn't look as bad as Biden does. And they tried to tell no us. No way. And they tried to pull the, the Trump, how far he'd fallen when he came yeah, out when he the had last that, time. When he had that speech last week or the week right. before. And he looked fine. He was, I, he was, was fine. Are you kidding me? You're going to worry about, tr- that we're supposed to be worried about Trump, Trump? When you got this guy over here? Have, I, the president of the United States of America being dragged away from talking to people by his wife so he doesn't say anything, that is embarrassing. The American president, the leader of the free world, is disintegrating right before our eyes. I'm not, I don't take pleasure in that. I am really uh, uh, sad about that. But... It's something we need to take note of and fix. And on top of which, you yes, 100%. On top of which, you pointed out something today that also has brought sadness to myself, and that is that Canada is part of the G7. 
Yeah, right. I, I can't. That, right. I when not, did that happen? I will not let that happen. That has to. That has, that has to be rectified right now. It does. We need. To, right? I don't it care does. who we call. I don't care what. what that has to be rectified. <laughs> I mean, we got to say, look. Okay, we made Some, a really bad mistake, yes, and you know it. Something has to be done. No country <laughs> whose greatest sport is curling can be part of the G7. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe he snuck in. We didn't realize it. And somebody said, well, I, I guess he's part of them because he's here. Maybe that happened. Maybe. I don't know. Right, but it's never. it can't be official, right? It cannot. <laughs> that, could, that could not have been made official. Plus, when... Your prime minister is a douchebag like Justin Trudeau. We just have to say no. I mean, he's arresting pastors. No. no. Oh, that's, come on now. That's awful. Um, we got to show you this because uh, this is about holding a worship service outside. Outside. And so they come and arrest him. Uh, look at this. This is uh, Pastor uh, Tim Stevens who was arrested on new charges. I, I don't even know what the charge is, but here, here's what I'm happened. I'm so here for Rebel News, and I'm outside of the home of Pastor Tim Stevens. Pastor Tim was once again taken into custody. Numerous police vehicles arrived and put him in a car, taking him away from his families. It mm. was an extremely emotional and harrowing ordeal, and we were there to capture it as it happened. I'm going to let you go now to the footage of That's his nice arrest. Mm. Okay, and you got that gathering on June the 6th. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you're under arrest for. Man, that's really sad. Don't let's not forget to pass it down. This guy's a criminal. They're frisking him, making sure he's not armed because, you know, these pastors yes. are usually heavily armed. He could go rogue at any moment. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, they, they got him off the street. Thank you. Thank you, officer. Making the Canadian streets safe for the democracy. Entire, the entire neighborhood is out there thanking these police Yeah, yeah, they are. I would say continue the course that you're continuing on. Push further ahead. Oh, yeah, keep pushing. And that, that's how much harder can we push here? I, I, I don't know how far Will you've you gone. Will you arrest me and take me away from them, too? I have like, no reason to His wife is out there so begging for them to okay. not arrest him. I have and no reason to arrest you, guys. man. Yeah. It's crazy. Children are crying. His wife is crying. Uh, the officers are unmoved. Of course, they're just yeah. following the law. Or just following the law. I'll bet you there is no law. It's a... That's very possible. It's an order of yeah, some sort. Yeah, that's some sort of mandate. From, yeah. from the Calgary mayor. It's some sort of edict. Yeah. But it's not... I'll bet you it's not a law. There can't be a law that you can't worship outside in Calgary, Canada. There can't be. I guarantee you there's not that law. <laughs> I mean, that is unbelievable. But uh, they're making this the Calgary streets safe again yes. for democracy. And don't you feel safer? I do. As a result of Pastor Tim Stevens being taken off the street. Of course, he wasn't on the streets. He was in his house. With his family. With his family. And he's been separated uh, from his family, which... Apparently, illegal aliens in America can't be separated from their family. But you can separate American citizens from their family, and you can obviously separate Canadian citizens from their family. Well, families. he's a pastor. Yeah. And so, 
We don't care. I mean, he brought people together. <clears throat> mm-hmm. In a worship service. Outside. Right. Now, apparently, apparently they offered wow. him a way to get out. They did. And he said no. Right. They, they oh, out of the, jail. Yeah. The judge said like that, bail, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. he had to admit yeah. and say that he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't do his terrorist act again by bringing people together and worshiping. And, and he, he wouldn't, wouldn't do, do that. It. So he's so going to be in there until June 28th. Sending him, yeah. Now they're sending him to a prison rather than jail. Oh, my Until gosh. until the end of June. July. Or Is June. it July? I, no, I think it's I June 28th. Remember. I think it's June 28th. So he's got another 12 days at least. Uh, doing hard. Doing hard doing time. Hard time. Thank goodness. <laughs> Maybe Again, do you want that guy roaming the streets I here? Knock no. some sense into him. Jeez. I mean, that is unbelievable. He had a worship service outside, which, and maybe the Canadians don't care about the CDC, but the guidelines now are you can do almost anything outside. Yeah. Why is it different in Canada? I don't know. I thought that they were opening back up. Thought uh, so, too. Maybe you know, maybe Calgary is different, and they have you know other edicts to follow. That's uh, unreal. It really is. <clears throat> I mean, we've, we're letting uh, the uh, you know the world naked bike ride happen in Philadelphia uh, come in August, and you, oh, can, yeah. you can ride the bikes naked, but you have to wear a mask. <laughs> so, I mean, for health, for health and safety reasons, for health and safety reasons, safety and yeah. hygiene so purposes, to, wear the mask, but your butt can be completely butt naked. You can ride on the, the bike. on the bike seat, yeah, and that's okay. But you know, for for health Eric. reasons, for health reasons, wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the other pastor that they just arrested because he kept having worship services? Oh yeah, and he, the and he was calling them Nazis. Nazis, get out! <laughs> You know that guy. And, well, the first one, you know, made it. He was willing to actually talk to them. He just said, "Don't come on a day of worship. Right. We're not doing it on this day. Right. You're come any your other minds. day. Get out of here." And they kept coming on on the Sabbath or whenever they right, had because their they service. wanted to show their power in front of the yeah. in front of all the all the people, which is presumably why he was so upset. Right. Uh, so anyway, there is a follow up to Pastor Tim Stevens. Yeah. That's- uh, that's it, and I mean, right? This is it. Here's the guy talking about I'm so here for Rebel News with an update on the case of Pastor Tim Stevens. By now, you've likely seen the dramatic footage of his arrest and being plucked away from his family. Yeah. Well, after all of that, Pastor Tim mm-hmm. Stevens was met by a justice of the peace offering him bail conditions. These conditions were effectively that he would comply and no longer gather with his congregants. After everything that Pastor Tim and his family went through, they will not be signing that document and handing over this fight that they have fought so hard to win. As a result of refusing to sign that document on principle, on the insistence that he must continue to shepherd his congregation, he will now be held in prison until june 28th that's right Again, we have pastors oh, right. being held in Phew. prison for that was weeks a close one simply for gathering to worship while jason kenny and his friends gather in the sky palace while other groups gather in downtown calgary there was a dance party the other night hockey teams in the nhl are able to have people start to attend but this pastor oh, wow. gathering outdoors with his congregants is for some reason the subject of all the spite of jason kenny the calgary police services alberta health services nahid henji and anyone else who has the authority to call off these ridiculous and targeted attacks of discrimination and bigotry against Christians in this city. This absolutely mm-hmm. must stop. This is madness. 
Well, I disagree. I mean, I think the Calgary police are saving lives. <laughs> They're just clearly saving lives. Thank you. Who knows what Pastor Tim Stevens would have done? It's an outrage that this justice of the peace was going to let him back out on the streets. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It it is really incredible. It, like he said, NHL's going on. I'll bet they're doing the Calgary rodeo. It I bet seems, you can go to that outdoors. It, and they were and it showed some of their leaders who have made these edicts. Uh, you know, sitting down at a round table, drinking yeah. wine, having a good time. Yep. Uh, so it seems to me, and uh, you know, it's just me that it would be a almost looks like almost looks like an attack on Christianity. But almost. I mean, if you didn't know better, yeah, yeah, you that, might think, huh? That seems like an attack on Christianity, right? But huh. I mean, but we know better, can't right? So it can't be that. Na, na, na.